Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Now, I'm very excited to welcome young Tom Nethersole into the studio, singer-songwriter. He has a, got a bit of attention over the past few weeks for his appearance on Australian Idol, but it was probably more to the point. About a week ago, he released his debut single. It's called Build-A-Bear, and I've got it right here to play it for you after we have a chat to him. Hello, Tom. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How, how you How's the response been to your song? It's been like wildly incredible. I have felt so blessed and grateful for the last week. It's been incredible. Tell us all about the song. I believe there's a bit of a story behind it. There is. I mean, I wrote it because like the epitome of like stuffed animals and toys as a kid were like these things called builder bears, and they were so special because there was only one store, and it was two hours away in Melbourne. You know you'd walk into this store and, you know, there was so many animals to choose from. You know, you could have a panda or a monkey or, you know, <laughs> any kind of animal you wanted. And, you know, you'd see this process of the bear being stuffed and get a name for it and a birth certificate. And I think the process of seeing this bear being built so, like, perfectly and with all these nuances was so special that um, it was really, really influential as a child. But I completely forgot about it until about a year ago when I wasn't, feeling the best about my body. Um, but when I started to think about my parents and imagining that my parents had made me in that same way and, you know, put in that extra stuffing or, you know, put in the stitches to make me the way that I am, uh, yeah, it changed my perspective and made me start to appreciate my body. Have you, you should yeah, just build a bear know about this song. I mean, you know, maybe they want, might want to use it. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm hesitant to reach out because I don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would. But, yeah, I feel like a collab would be really, really cool with them. It would be. So, as I said, we'll play that at the moment. But right on the day that this song was released, which was a week ago yesterday, so last Sunday, February 5, mm-hmm. uh, you you appeared on Australian Idol on that day. You couldn't have uh, planned it better. Yeah, my PR team's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that you, it was a very brief appearance and I got <laughs> I missed it because I stepped out of the room for, like, few seconds but it's really fascinating to talk to you about the sort of the behind the scenes stuff that goes on because like as viewers we might see how how many seconds of Mm. you just flying through but I believe it took like five auditions just to get to that point yeah I'm not sure what violates my NDA but (laughs) (laughs) non-disclosure agreement for those playing along but yeah like it took like such a long process to just to get to your judges audition um and then from there on the day, it was like, as soon as I got there, as I was just telling you, like, we were filming for a good three, four hours. Like, they were pulling me out of the room where, like, all the performers were waiting. And, you know, we were doing interviews, and, you know, then I was doing some stuff with my dad and dancing in front of the sign and then off in another room. And it was just, like, that really built up the hype of, like, oh, this is going to be a really big day for you. So for then for, like... Um, for both like the edit to be cut really short and for like to not get through it was such like a vulnerable moment yeah i mean it's un- unbelievable there must be so much stuff on the cutting room floor it's just just yeah. such a waste really <laughs> i mean unbelievable but an incredible experience for you yeah it was so wild and fascinating yeah now as i said you were only on for a short time but you actually did get to spend some decent time with the judges and to, and to get and to actually have some interaction yeah and i think although like i was a bit like annoyed but a bit like relieved that the edit was cut short i feel like it's nice that the feedback that they gave and you know the industry insight that they gave to like my technique and like my future career i feel like that's nice to just 
have for me now. So you think there's a genuine attempt by by the judges to actually be constructive? I think so. Like yeah. some of the stuff that they said was like really really interesting and yeah, very insightful. What what give us an example? Like I mean, for for people who aren't watching, I'm I'm a bit of an Australian Idol junkie at the moment. I must admit, you partly you're to blame for that, Tom. Uh, so <laughs> we've got. Kyle, um, whose last name's just escaping Sanderlands. me. Kyle Sanderlands. We've got Megan Trainer, Amy Shark, and Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. So pretty big names for you to uh, be talking to. Yeah. So give me an example of, of some of the feedback and who gave it to you. Well, the main one that um, I was talking to was Harry Connick Jr. And he was talking a lot about, you know, the importance of being a performer and having having the agility with your voice and with your performance to, you know, have a three-hour show where you're the only one singing and, you know, being able to maintain the audience's attention and being able to maintain your voice for that span of time. Um, And, yeah, one of the things that he was saying was, uh, especially for, like, males' voices don't finish maturing um, until, like, 25, 30 and, like, yeah. So for me at this very young age, like, my voice is still developing. So he was saying that the groundwork is there, the foundation is is there and right now he can see me being like in a big boy band but for right now it's about yeah really working on that and I feel like from when we filmed in like October um I feel like my voice has even just come such a long way from there so yeah, yeah Harry does seem to have that real mu- musician sort of insight mm. doesn't he whereas the other judges haven't really gone down that path so much don't say that about Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, there's always a mean judge on these shows and he's kind of that role, isn't he? Yeah, which I found so surprising because he was probably the one who was the nicest to me. Oh, Maybe because I all. gave him an apple, but... Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, tell us about that. So you took some local produce. I did, yeah. I took a box of apples and it was just... It was <laughs> low-key incredibly embarrassing to walk into this room with a bunch of, like, I guess the people that you're up against um, with this big box of apples and just being like, I... This is so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no, it's cute. It's cute. And that, that's from your family's orchard? It or? is, yeah, yeah. So you grew up on an orchard at Ardmona? Yeah, I lived on an orchard in Ardmona my entire life. Um, as of a week ago, I've just moved down to Melbourne. But, yeah, for the first 18, 19 years of my life, I've lived on... So you're 19 now? Yeah, just turned 19. Okay, yeah. and you're a Golden Valley Grammar School student until last year? Yeah, just graduated. Yeah, so uh, you got your whole big life in front of you now, Tom? very very exciting and you um obviously wanting to be well you are a singer but you are obviously also pursuing um other things Mm -hmm. yeah i'm uh i've just ended my contract with the modeling and acting agency that i was with um and signing with a new one which is really really exciting um but other than that i'm i'm continuing my production company filming weddings and commercials for businesses and just anything creative is and um i mean if anyone's seen an initial stages program a, a, you know, a show over the past sort of 10 years i mean you start in almost every one of them <laughs> so you you're definitely very experienced um in musical theater aren't you I from am, a I very do. young age i mean how, how young would you have been when you started that i think i started when i was like eight or nine yeah. so yeah about 10 or 11 years of doing that yeah and you're very lucky because initial stages isn't really happening at the moment like, apart from school holiday workshops so you were definitely here during sort of the the golden era of, yeah. of local youth theatre yeah I was very lucky to be you know a lead in the final big production that they had yeah. of which was Chicago okay yeah. and is that what has really encouraged you into singing I think so I think I think the whole like c- concept of performing and the process and experience of putting on a show is like so magical and like just has captured me from a very young age. And did you get into that through your si- through older siblings? Well, that's the thing I like forgot about until a couple of years ago. But 
I remember the whole reason that I got into theatre initial stages was because my two sisters, Sarah and Ali, had both been doing it and, like, they were really enjoying it. And then mum was really adamant about, like, oh, like, I think you should do it. Like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this is something that you would, like, really, really enjoy from just the way that, like, you perform around the house and stuff. But I was actually not that keen on it. But, yeah, eventually I came around to the idea and I was like, okay, like, I'll go. And it's wild to think that if I hadn't gone... I wouldn't have had all the experiences and, you know, been on all the shoots and gigs and, you know, the things that I've done now, which is wild. One thing leads to another, that's for sure. <laughs> Parents are very influential. Yes. Well, we like to think so. <laughs> uh, so what would be your ideal job? What are you really aiming for now? You want to be a rock star? What, 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 what's, uh, what's the dream, Tom? I think I have so many aspirations in different fields, but I think the the overarching theme is to be able to have a balance between like always being busy and working on like say a modeling shoot one day then acting on it like a film or tv show the next day and then performing in an arena at, but then we don't want much do you no I, <laughs> and i'm not aiming that high but then also having the balance to the um to relax and spend time with the people that i love and i think that is my idea of success and happiness you definitely need that downtime yeah <laughs> All right, well, um, you know, it's only been a week since your song's been out and I know it's had quite a, quite many, many downloads and a lot of interest. So I think we should just play it. Let's it's do it. uh, It's Build-A-Bear. Thanks so much for coming in to see us. I know that you, as you said, you're down in Melbourne most of the time, so it's nice to have you here in the studio. And please do drop in. Of course. Are you, are you working on another song that we can uh, hope to play soon too? An exclusive for the 1FM listeners. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> uh, my next song is coming out in around the March... Mid-March, mid late-March. Well, so. hopefully you can drop in again soon and Maybe. we can talk about that. Let's do it. So I'm going to let you introduce your own song and then we're going to go straight to it. You're on 1FM Live and Local. It is 17 past 8. Over to you, Tom. This is Build a Bear by Tom Nevisor. Thank you. 
Tina's BP service station, North Shepparton, has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet, and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pat and Tina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. One of them sponsor. At Outback Real Estate, we understand that to get the right deal, you need to have the right people surrounding you. We know you need the right advice and the right information, so we make the effort to ensure that both the vendors and buyers enjoy their real estate journey by providing a tailored service that's just right for you. Specialising in properties for agriculture and business, we provide services to commercial and residential developers. Visit our new website at outbackproperties.com.au. Outback Properties, where understanding real estate is our business. Station sponsor. Looking for a new career or know somebody locally who is? Flavorite is Australia's largest glasshouse grower of fresh fruit and vegetables that operates right here in the Goulburn Valley. Flavorite offers permanent, part-time and casual roles in various departments across the business, such as crop care, picking, packing and more. Hourly paid roles with attractive and achievable bonuses. No experience necessary with on-the-job training provided. Flavorite prides itself on providing a great team culture and supportive environment with unlimited opportunities to grow a career in agriculture. There are multiple positions available right now. So to find out more, visit flavorite.com.au or call us on 0356231693. Station sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralising value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.